Welcome to the Guardians of Hope podcast, where we bring together parents, nonprofits, legal, and medical experts dedicated to positively impacting children's lives. I'm your host, Cynthia, but before we begin, this content should not be used as legal or medical advice. The purpose of this podcast is to inform and unite, so please seek advice from your own attorney or doctor to address your specific needs. The thoughts and opinions of my guests are not necessarily my own. This is a platform for sharing. Part two of my childhood trauma series is focused on couples parenting together. Children who experience trauma and dysfunction in their households often struggle to learn boundaries and behaviors that so many others seem to take for granted. A lot of negative behaviors and conflicts in relationships stem from how we were brought up as kids. One area of therapy, Imago Relationship Therapy, is a form of couples counseling and coaching designed to help relationship partners work out misunderstandings, reduce conflict, and rediscover ways to bond, communicate, and generally find common ground. Imago workshops and private therapy sessions involve learning how early childhood relationship experiences affect how we relate, behave, and respond within committed relationships. Imago relationship therapists see conflict between partners as the result of circumstances, of their circumstances, and believe that through examination of the conflict, the couple can not only find a solution, but heal themselves and achieve personal growth. This, in turn, will help couples break toxic cycles as parents. Joining me to discuss this is Dr. Hannah Yang, clinical psychologist and founder of Balanced Awakening, a group psychotherapy practice empowering women. Dr. Yang, thank you so much for joining me. Why don't you tell me a little bit about your practice and your background? Cynthia, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know a little bit about me. So I'm a licensed clinical psychologist in Illinois and Florida. I started my practice, Balanced Awakening, in Chicago in 2015. So I was just in solo private practice. And in right away, I, I pivoted to be a niche psychotherapy practice just for women. So that's kind of the origins of Balanced Awakening. Since that time, I, I was in solo practice for a few years, and then I started growing into a group practice. At the current moment, we have about 28 therapists and four people on our admin team supporting the practice operations. And one of the things that has evolved over the last couple of years is couples therapy at Balanced Awakening. And particular, particularly Imago Relationship Therapy, which I kind of learned about in 2021. I hadn't heard anything about it, but that's kind of when it came on my radar. And it's just really, it's just really amazing. Um, really amazingly powerful. Couples therapy was not something that I was personally doing before. It always felt like it was overwhelming to have two people, 
sitting with me in the therapy room and kind of navigating both of their experiences while also holding the space of them as a couple, which was, you know, the primary focus in couples therapy. But Amago has given me the structure and framework for really putting the relationship at the focus. And I have just been, been blown away by what has been possible with in this framework of Amago. So what interests you about Amago relationship therapy? You know, I think what really got me into it was the power to the, the way that um, Amago looks at um, how we attract our adult romantic partners is very much like we attract a partner who is going to sort of be a lot like one or some of our primary caregivers growing up. So our, we attract people and we're attractive to people who are who like are gonna like fail us in similar ways that our parents may have and disappoint us in similar ways. And this is all meant to happen to provide an opportunity for healing and growth. Um, so that was one of the the sort of early intriguing pieces to me of Amago relationship therapy, how it really, it, it helps us sort of heal our inner child within the context of our, our primary romantic relationship. Let's dig into that a little bit. You know, we talked about how we can see our, our parents or our caregivers and our partners, and we choose partners similar to our caregivers. What are some ways that childhood trauma can manifest uh, in adult relationships? Oh, there's so many things. <laughs> so many, so many things. Let's see. Just the, the, the things that like something just as simple as it's our partner's job to take out the garbage and they are, they consistently forget that could trigger a deeper, you know, if somebody has a, a pretty strong response to that, which seems like that's a pretty minimal, you know, thing to have a, a strong emotional response around. But if, if it happens, which it certainly can, that probably means that there's a deeper layer of need that's being kind of brought out for that person who's upset and who feels, you know, that person may feel like, well, my partner doesn't care about me because they're not doing this thing that would show that they would care about me. And, you know, that could be, that could stem from um, in childhood, something like just a basic physical need not being met. Uh, maybe the house was cluttered and, and dirty and that was a way that the person was neglected as a child. Um, so any kind of sign of that now in their adult life, in their adult relationship, just kind of brings out those earlier feelings of 
I'm not being, I'm not being cared for. My space is not being um, like my physical environment is not being protected where, where it brings out particularly like sharp or intense emotion in an adult romantic relationship. We can almost always say that there's something there from childhood that's been like stored in the body or you know, that's just kind of stored in the person's being that is coming out, at, you know, at that time and is not just, it's not fully reflective. The response is not fully reflective of the present situation and the present uh, trigger. Got it. Now, this definitely, these conflicts or emotions impact raising kids, especially, you know, when couples are together in the same household, how do you help resolve some of these conflicts as they relate to raising children? Yeah. So, you know, add children to the mix or a child to the mix and, whoa, you know, it's like a, it's like a compounding effect for the way our, our early childhood experiences can come up. Because now we're not only like getting sort of some triggers in our romantic relationship, but we have this child who, you know, is at various, at a various developmental stage where we once were and can bring things out for us, you know, as individuals uh, related to that. And yeah, so the, the primary way that Amago relationship therapy works, the primary kind of method that we use is called the Amago dialogue. So we have, as therapists doing Amago relationship therapy, we are more in the role of coaches and we're sort of coaching the couple in how to communicate with each other. And we, we, so we teach them the Imago dialogue. So we have the couple face each other. We usually try to line up their chairs so that they're looking at each other. So they're not looking, they're not looking and talking directly to the therapist and, and telling the therapist what's going on they're kind of, they're talking to each other in the structure of this dialogue. So the Imago dialogue has a few main points. One is we teach mirroring, which is basically just repeating back sometimes word for word what the person has said. And this slows down the communication and makes sure that the person sending the information feels heard. So there's a sender and a receiver in any dialogue. And so the sender will say, you know, I, I was really pissed that you didn't take the trash out last night. So, and the partner will say, what I'm hearing you say is you were pretty upset that I didn't take the you pretty upset and angry that I didn't take the trash out last night. Did I, did I, did I get that? And the sender will say, yep, you got that. 
and then the sender will kind of go on if there's more and the mirroring will continue. Um, and then there's, there's a part for validation. Like it makes sense that you would be upset. It makes sense that you would feel that way. And then empathy. It makes sense that you would, you would feel that way because, you know, I, I imagine it's, it's extra frustrated because this isn't the first time that I've done this. And, you know, you might feel frustrated, frustration from previous times. Like, did I get that? Is that, is that accurate? Is it, is that how you're feeling? So that's just kind of a, a very brief summary of how an Imago dialogue can go. Now, oftentimes the therapist, so the therapist is coaching the, the, the couple in this dialogue and, you know, in, ensuring that they're getting kind of each part and it's kind of slowing things down. The therapist can also deepen the dialogue and help give prompts to, so the therapist at some point might say to the person sending this information, you know, when, when you didn't take the trash out last night, this reminded me a of a time in childhood when, and then that will kind of prompt the sender to think like, did this, did this like bring something up from my childhood? And oftentimes they can kind of find something and then they just share that with their partner and then their partner mirrors that back. And this process gives their partner, well, gives both people in the relationship a deeper understanding of, of, of each other, where they're coming from, why certain things are so upsetting. Mm -hmm. And this Imago dialogue would be used to for any for any kind of conflict around raising children, anything at all. Like, uh, you know, I want I want our child to go to daycare. Well, I want our child to stay home, and you know, whatever. Like, just anything can kind of anything can be yes mm -hmm. can be explored and deepened and connected to any kind of underlying feelings that people may hold from their childhood experiences that are influencing their their current perspective on whatever the whatever the conflict or discussion is that is really good insight on how you help couples resolve conflicts and i feel like just to add to that Resolving these conflicts helps set an example for how kids can learn, you know, they can learn from their parents on how to resolve conflicts, whether it be with their peers or at school, with their siblings. Absolutely. Now, yeah. So in terms of how couples help heal each other or just breaking through, looking back at things that have affected us as children and how that translates into being an adult. Through this therapy, do couples help each other heal any of these unresolved issues? Do they heal their issues on their own and then that eventually repairs the relationship? How does the what are the results look like? Yeah, that is a fantastic question. So in Amago relationship therapy, there are times when 
the one person in the couple will kind of take on the role of parent of the other person. It, the healing can happen within the relationship. So it's kind of like if an imago dialogue, if in an imago dialogue, it's identified that, well, you know, I never felt cared for as a child. Like no, nobody really did anything special for me. You know, my birthdays kind of went unrecognized. There wasn't a lot of celebration and a, like celebration of me. Um, like that's something that, that that people experience and can come up. So if that comes up, then then their their person's partner knows that and can perhaps take initiative to plan a little birthday party for their partner the next time it's their birthday or do something special. And that's an example of a beautiful way that couples can help each other heal. There's also getting the love you want workshops for couples, uh, which are like 15 to 20 hour weekend workshops that you go to with your partner and you do all kinds of, there's a lot of Imago dialogues, some structured dialogues. One of the exercises is a holding exercise where you get kind of into this, like literally like more of a fetal position on the ground and you're held by your, by your partner in a specific way. And, you know, being held in this way can be incredibly nourishing and healing for us and and to heal some of that early childhood stuff that we may not have gotten. So there's a lot of opportunity for partners to kind of step into this role where they're, you know, they're, they're not kind of like sort of chronically this person's like parent and doing all these things to help them feel, to help them heal their inner child. But there are moments when they can kind of step into that and kind of give that as a gift to their partner and it can have a huge impact. So that's kind of how, how it works within Imago relationship therapy. Of course, there's all kinds of ways that people can heal on their own or, you know, they may get ideas or insight from an Imago dialogue and they might go do something that's healing for them and then come back to the relationship and kind of bring that back. That All that kind of magic is happening as well. Thanks, Dr. Yang. Now, this is a critical question. Are there any instances where Imago relationship therapy can't work? And if so, what happens next? If you have, if you have, two people who, or, you know, sometimes it's, it's more than two people in a relationship, but you know, most of the time it's a couple. So if you have two people who are committed to being in a relationship, even if it's just, you know, we're committed to seeing if this can work over the next three months, you know, as long as you have some kind of commitment there, there's things that can be done. You know, there even have even been instances where there's like a restraining order or something like they can't, the, the couple cannot be in the same physical pl like place with each other, but they are still com like committed to the relationship and they're going to be together no matter what. <laughs> and we can absolutely help them. You know, we can have virtual sessions where they're in different places and uh, we can help them work on the relationship. So kind of similar if there's 
if there's, you know, like physical abuse in the relationship, um, you know, it might be, it might be better for the person who's being abused to seek individual therapy and, um, you know, get more support in that regard. Um, but if, if that person is like, no, I'm staying in this relationship, even though I'm being hurt, then, then, you know, okay, well then we're going to, we'll figure out how to keep you safe, at least in the, while we're sort of working together as a couple and work on the work, we can work on the relationship together. So, you know, I think the only time when it, it doesn't work is if one person is like, I'm out, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not committed to this relationship or I'm not like, I can't even, I can't even commit to one session of Imago, you know, relationship therapy because I'm just done. And, you know, and that's okay. That that's totally understandable. So final thoughts, Dr. Yang, how can a couple get started on Imago therapy? Well, I mean, the biggest part is it's kind of hard to like embark on this Imago journey by yourself. So what I would first say is search online for an Imago relationship therapist and you could start the start your journey with individual therapy sessions with uh, couples therapy sessions with a with an Imago therapist that you have yourself. The other thing you can do is you can see if there's a getting the love you want workshop near you or you could plan like I know I know there's a therapist in Costa Rica who does getting the love you want workshops. So that could be a great way to, you know, plan a little trip to Costa Rica and have, you know, go on this like couples therapy retreat that will totally transform your relationship. So that's a you know, there's kind of various ways to get into it. You can also get a copy of the book Getting the Love You Want which is, you know, kind of meant for just the general population to give them an introduction to um, the sort of the philosophy and the science behind Imago and why we attract the partners that we do and just kind of give people a little bit more insight and awareness as to what might be going on in their relationship. Um, And it does have... It, it it does kind of go over the Imago dialogue and how to how to do that. Uh, however, it can be really hard to do an Imago dialogue by by yourself. You sort of need like a a coach or a moderator, or somebody kind of teaching you and stepping in when you get stuck. Or it's it's very hard to kind of do on your own. Even couples who have been in Imago relationship therapy for a little bit, working with a therapist, when, when there's a really heated topic that comes up at home, it can be hard to have that dialogue by yourself, but you can certainly, um, once you learn it with a therapist or at a getting the love you want workshop, you can practice it and apply it at home as well, especially when it comes to like smaller sort of issues or different things that you might want to 
talk about or share with your partner or even just having time set aside to share some of your recent thoughts and making, you know, it's because it really facilitates almost a meditative listening and hearing and understanding of your partner, which deepens, you know, can sort of deepen the positive things that are going on in your relationship as well. Right. Dr. Yang, thank you so much for sharing all of this information with us and talking so deeply about couples therapy. I'll be sure to link the book in the description on the podcast. And for all of you listening, if you want to learn more about Dr. Hannah Yang's work, go visit balancedawakening.com. Perfect. Thank you so much, Cynthia. Thank you.